coming to you from the Eel, the Edwin Elder Library, and we are continuing in Azusa Street, The Fire Falls at Azusa, page 46. Now, I'm not reading this word for word, so, but this is a book review from the Edwin Elder Library. This is a library, and we do book reviews. I gave a message at my first meeting at Azusa. Two of the saints spoke in tongues. Much blessing seemed to attend the utterance. It was soon noised abroad that God was working at Azusa, and all kinds of people began to come to the meetings. Many were curious and unbelieving, but others were hungry for God. The newspapers began to ridicule and abuse the meetings, thus giving us much free advertising. This brought the crowds. The devil overdid himself again. Outside persecution never hurt the work. We had the most to fear from the working of evil spirits within. Even spiritualists and hypnosis came to investigate and to try their influence. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds like in the book of Acts when Simon, the sorcerer, he wanted to purchase. He wanted to purchase this because he thought he could make money with it. Then all the religious soreheads, crooks and cranks came seeking a place in the work. We had the most to fear from these, but this is always the danger to every new work. They had no place elsewhere. This condition cast a fear over many that was hard to overcome. It hindered the spirit much. Many were afraid to seek God for fear the devil might get them. You know, I, I think this goes along with sowing the seed. Some is going to fall on stony ground. Some is going to fall on uh, ground that the, that the fowls of the air come and devour. But some will fall on good ground good ground so that's that's what it's telling me just keep on working for the lord yes there might be opposition on on every side you may have opposition from within but he that began a good work in you is able to complete it all to the glory of god you know he's going to get the glory see we hear about azusa street and we just think revival we think about around the clock revival we think about the lord just moving and all kinds of things but see now reading this book lets us know they had struggles just like we do in our ministries in our working for the lord we have our our trials and tests every day through life we have choices we have choices i've been thinking about that choices that we make because my husband passed away in September of 2021 and um, he was 59 I guess 60 if you count the 9 months he's in his mother's womb but he hadn't reached his 60th earthly birthday yet and to me that's just too young it's just too young it's like we had goals what we was going to do when he retired and that's like 12 more years before he'd get retirement age I think I'm not even sure what if it's 75 be more than that anyway um whatever age it is like somebody I I was thinking 72 but anyway we were working towards a common end you know we was that's what we work for is for our retirement our days that we we can just spend more time together you know he was working around the clock for me for us and I hardly got to see my husband he basically worked himself to death 
And and that's the thing, you know, a lot of times we don't know. And it's only what we do for Christ is what's going to last. He worked. I'm not saying that he he didn't do things for Christ because he did do things for Christ. But it seems like he was working towards that day where he could have have time to do more. And, you know, you can't like and that's the same thing with me. What only, you know, the things that are Christ centered that we lay up for our our self-treasures in heaven, that's what's going to count. It's not how many dishes you wash, even though it's a, that's important. Got to keep an orderly, clean home. But it's not how many diapers you change. And again, you got to do that. My child care, you got to do that. Or as a mother, you have to do that when babies are small. There are things, but it's, what are we instilling in those children? Are we teaching them good morals? Are we being kind? Are we teaching them love, patience, letting the fruits of the Spirit work in us? When we talk to other people, are we telling them about Jesus, pointing them to the cross? Those are the things that matters. Those are the choices that we must make. Always Jesus first, others second, and ourselves last. That's joy. Jesus first, others second, yourself last. J-O-Y. We found early in Azusa's Azusa work that when we attempted to steady the ark, the Lord stopped working. We dared not call the attention of the people too much to the working of the evil one. Fear would follow. We could only pray then give, give God victory. Then there was a presence of God with us that through prayer we could depend upon. The leaders had limited experience and wonder is that the and the wonder is that the work survived at all against its powerful adversaries. But it was of God that was the secret. That's the secret. <laughs> what the Lord puts in place ain't nothing. No powers in hell. It says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Unless the Lord builds the church, they that labor, labor in vain. But when the Lord builds it, if you're building the rock Christ Jesus, he's going to see that it gets done. He that begin a good work in you is able to complete it. And he always will finish what he started. God's going to finish just what he started. God's going to finish just what he started. Even though the waters have got to be parted. Lift up your head, don't be broken hearted. God's going to finish what he started in you. So um, that's only page 46. We're not, it's going to take us forever to get through this book because I keep talking, right? But it is my blog, and I also know that I can't read it just word for word. There's all kinds of copyright copyright things. But this is a library. And, you know, public libraries and places you get to go and check out books. Go get them books and check them out. So, anyway. I hope that if you like this book, you will buy it. I got mine off Amazon. Um, and you can have your own copy. But in the meantime, let's just pray for revival. Let's pray that God will use us in ways that he used these wonderful pioneers of Pentecost and the apostles and in the book of Acts said yes when you pray those remember what happened to all of them and the in the apostles they all died a martyr's death but just think their lives were not in vain their lives what they did was recorded in a book in scrolls that we have as the Bible and what we do for Christ is not in vain either. It's going to be written in books. My husband's life's going to be written in a book. I'm going to be writing about him. Um, many people's books, uh, lives are written in books. But more important, God is keeping a book. He's got a place where he writes down the 
things. The, the deeds that we've done, good and bad, he's keeping record. He's keeping record. But when we repent, he blots out those bad things. He, he blots out all those, uh, our sins be forgotten, never to be remembered again. So that's why we must repent daily. We must live as close to the things of God that we know. He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him is a sin. So all that things, we got to work together. we got to work labors together in the harvest. So let's keep on keeping on. Jesus is coming soon. So, um, yes, this is the Azusa Street, an eyewitness account to the birth of the Pentecostal revival by Frank Bartleman. And if you read any of the Azusa um, Street books, you'll find out a lot of them start sounding similar. It's like <laughs> they we all just get information from each other and so it all starts sounding the same. But anyway, God bless you. Um, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. It's Mark and Lisa Peter, Hazelwood USA. If you haven't subscribed to that, um, I've noticed I've got 214 subscribers, which is good, but I need at least a thousand, I think, before I can um, uh, go live. Well, God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.